Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Big Friday show today. Let me say hello to everybody here. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Amy will sing with Ryan Hurd later on in today's show. Yes. We've been waiting for this for two weeks. I do want to start with Morgan, who runs all of our digital. We had on a TV producer, and this TV producer has a show that's coming on CBS called Superfan, and Morgan's a big Shania Twain fan. Have you heard from the show since she came on you sent in your application? No, I have not heard ah! anything. Not, wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dang, lunch. Not even a response. <laughs> no, I have not heard anything. Unless Scuba has, but I, no, they haven't said anything to me. Scuba, anything from Superfan? Nothing. Crickets. Okay. Oh! Maybe they're still going through the process, but that's good to know where we stand. Um, and you had written, like, what do you think was the most super fan thing that you wrote in your application? It was because of me um, touching her hand. It was my first concert ever, and then I didn't wash it for months after the fact. And I think when the producer was on, I may have embellished some things. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. just kind of pu- what you do. pushed a little harder for Morgan. One of the things was, because a lot of people have tattoos of Shania Twain. She said that. I said, well, Morgan, she'd get one, but she doesn't have tattoos for religious reasons. <laughs> That's not true. I was just saying that to get you out of the tattoo conversation. Yes. So what happened after that? I am getting some mean DMs from people who are like, oh my gosh, what would you possibly have to say that's so religious that you can't get a tattoo? And I'm like, I'm getting yelled at by people. So they think that you're anti-tattoo and that 
you think if they have a tattoo, they can't be closer to God or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's just like I'm getting absolutely ridiculed in my DMs over that comment. I just want to say, for the record, I made that up. <laughs> Morgan just doesn't have a tattoo. It had no, I just needed, because she was like, well, a lot of them have tattoos. And I was like, well, Morgan would have a plenty, but uh, religious. And then people are like, oh, religious. We can't, you know, we can't, we, we can't have any bias against her because of her religious beliefs. So, okay, well, I'm sorry you're not on the show yet. It's okay. I'm still I'm still thinking it could happen, though. Raymundo, any, anything with Big Brother? Yeah, they have uh, auditions open right now. Are you, you going at it again? Yeah, kind of a, a little bit of an announcement. My wife said oh. those days we agreed. We have that- an announcement here. I was just checking oh, in. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so I'm never going to really try, try out for Big Brother anymore. Wait, why? He sounds so sad. Yeah, well, you I, didn't give us really an announcement. He said, blah, 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 not going to try out. Why? We've looked into it. We've done research. And actually, most people make money at their jobs that's even more than what they would make at Big Brother. Unless you win the show, yeah. it's not a huge financial gain. So that and being away from my wife, she has, I mean, she still goes to the doctor and she needs help with that. And also we're, I mean, we're obviously trying to do this surrogate type stuff. Three months away from my life is not smart. And so it was a, it was a dream in college. But if they called today and said, you're on. Honestly, they're really not because I didn't apply. I don't but know. If, they did. if they called and said, we really, we were looking at some old audition tapes from 2006. <laughs> we Come dusted on. them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a di- little bit different body than then, but no, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. Do it. You no. wouldn't go all these years. I mean, I'd build up on the radio that I may do it, but I, I'm not doing it. I like that. Okay. Click bait rate. <laughs> and then finally, as we're just talking about TV stuff here, Lunchbox, any idea when you're going to Hollywood to try out for these game shows? Uh, no, I haven't heard anything back. What do you mean, heard anything back? From Scuba. About what? He's when right- I'm going. What? Like, he, he's supposed to line this up, so let's go. But uh, what he's going to line up is just know when and where to go. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I guess okay. the fall. Okay, so yeah. fall. Fall, Scuba? Fall, yeah, fall is the plan, yes. Yeah, when the leaves start changing colors. Yeah, I that, know when fall is. Autumn. When awesome. autumn happens. <laughs> that's when they film the show again, or most of the game shows is the fall. Okay, well, we're not very successful again on TV, guys. Wow. No, we're not. We're like... <laughs> we're struggling. Oh, for 3 right here. <laughs> It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need some advice. My boyfriend cannot stand to listen to your show. We've been dating for two years. I've been listening for seven. I feel like I'm part of the B team. I listen every day when I'm driving or going for walks or cleaning. My ex and I lived in Nashville for four years. Now I'm back home in North Carolina with my current boyfriend. He hates the show because it's associated with Nashville. I believe he's jealous because my ex still lives in Nashville. Yesterday, I tried turning on the show while we're driving. He told me I'm too obsessed with the show. I tried to explain to him that has nothing to do with my ex-boyfriend. But he just gets so annoyed and stops talking to me. What should I do next? I don't want to have to stop listening to the show. Thanks for any help. This has given me thoughts of breaking up. Oh, wow. Wow. Signed Anonymous. Thanks for the email, and I agree. Break up. Get rid that of egg him. sounds like the winner. <laughs> the guy back in town. He has an issue with your ex. It's not about us. I'm sure there are TV shows you like that he doesn't like, but he really hates that connection to your ex-boyfriend. We don't even really talk much about Nashville, right? Is so, it just that, the, but country music that. is here. Yeah. yeah, it has nothing to do with Nashville. He knows she listened in Nashville okay. with her ex-boyfriend, and like it, yeah. This is a bigger issue than this show. He has problems with you 
and the relationship you had with your ex, I don't know why he's still so attached to it. I don't know what his gel. Does he have bigger muscles? Is he richer? I don't know what it is, but he's, there's still something about that ex that bothers him. So you have to somehow find out what that pressure point is there and convince him that it's not real, that his fears, they're, they are not real, that you are with him for a reason, and it's not going to be easy, but I think he's using the show as kind of a cover for what's really bothering him. Yeah, I mean, are there other things that you do? Like, you have to think of if it's this show, then, like, is there are there outfits you used to wear when you, you dated You can't eat ex? hot chicken anywhere. Right. Are there foods you used to eat? Are there uh, shows yes. or uh, yeah. you used to watch or places you used to shop? Like, then you'd have to cut everything out. Like, he's not being reasonable. The immature side of me would maybe put on an outfit that I had for years that I like and be like, can I wear this? I wore this once with my ex-boyfriend. This show is just what he has decided to attach to your ex-boyfriend so he can still be angry at your ex-boyfriend without being angry at your ex-boyfriend and without being jealous of your ex-boyfriend. It has nothing to do with the show. Yeah, he needs to let it go. Or no, he lets he, him go. No, He's not going to just let it go. You have to show him why whatever he's jealous of, that that's not a real thing. Again, it's probably, if I know dudes, the guy's better looking, richer, bigger muscles. What? One, one of them. That's what guys are jealous of. Guys are jealous of guys before them that had bigger muscles or that had more money. That's, that's pretty much it. Otherwise, we're cool. Well, except for Caitlin, I'm jealous when she says any other guy's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't care if she was like, man, look at the abs on that guy. I'd be like, I know I love it too. Yeah, I, I'd have no problem with that. But if she's like, isn't he funny? Wait, what? Like, I'm funny. That, Stop looking at other funny guys. That's, it's not even looking at them. Stop laughing at other funny guys. But there's something about your ex-boyfriend that he's jealous of. We just got to figure out what it is. Figure out what it is. You can fix it. You can show him why it doesn't matter. Keep listening to the show, even secretly. <laughs> Treat it like contraband. You're not supposed to have it, but you probably do. You sneak it. Uh, thank you, and let us know how it goes. All right, that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Tractor Supply knows life out here is better with pets. They carry the name brand food, treats, and toys that you trust, plus offer unbeatable pet services like the ability to talk to a vet 24-7 in the app. Visit Tractor Supply with your pet today. Fun Fact Friday. These are the five most fun facts Amy's found all week. Let's go at number five. Number five. So in 2014, a man from New Jersey was charged $3,750 for a bottle of wine after a waitress told him that it was $3,750. Oh. Oh, So he thought, okay, $3,750, but mm -mm, no, $3,750. Dang. So and then the restaurant didn't fix that? Well, this is just a reminder to make sure you understand the price of what you're buying. When I was working at Hobby Lobby, because again, money is such a sensitive thing. When you get, let's say somebody gave me a 20, but they, it only costs $9. So I had to give them 11 bucks back. You have to say all of that out loud. Okay, you're giving me a 20. I'm now going to give you $11 and change so they can catch not only the money being passed over, but also what you're saying so there is no mix-up. The more accountability. Ah. So we were trained. Yeah, I mean, accountability, yes, but just so they wouldn't miss it. Mm. So you're like, okay, and then one, two, five, twelve. Everything was set out. And, and I used to wait tables. I would never do that. Also, we didn't have wine that cost that much. 
I can't believe somebody spent four thousand dollars on a bottle of wine. Ridiculous. Just that's crazy. I mean, obviously it was a really nice restaurant, so that's probably just how they delivered. Like all their wine was probably thousands. Get your SUV for nineteen ninety five. Number four. Speaking of money, Paul McCartney earned seven million dollars the entire time the Beatles were together, and he has earned more than one point two billion oh. since then. Ah. But I wonder if seven million then was. Oh yeah, a lot. Back in the sixty million now. Exactly. So. But what is that? Is that from like his other his uh, individual things or like royalties off of what publishing, publishing from the songs and everything? I mean, he's so live since shows too. the longest living rock star. People from the Beatles are dead. Two. There's only two left. So then, when someone dies off in a band and they split things, did those then get divided amongst the mm, other? the estate of the person still keeps it? Oh, so it's still split in fourths. Like John Lennon still goes to Yoko Ono because she has the estate. Gotcha. So even like when these all die, their kids, grandkids, they'll still be making all the money. Out- that yeah. is as long awesome. as they don't sell what's in the estate. That's yeah. legit. So it's split into fourths, and that fourth continues to go. Wherever, however, until it's sold or it's split up into different parts. Number three. Talking to yourself in the third person can help relieve stress and anxiety. It improves your ability to manage your emotions. That's so weird. Bobby would never do that because here's the thing. (laughs) Bobby knows that stuff doesn't work. Number two. So Colombia now has a wild hippo problem thanks to Pablo Escobar because oh four of his pet hippos escaped following his death and they've spent decades multiplying. Fun fact from Pablo. <laughs> so four turned into a problem in well, like 50 years? They like to have fun. Yeah. There Hip- wasn't a wild hippo problem until this. Hippos are pretty awesome looking. Yeah. They're, They're- massive. And don't be confused by the hungry, hungry ones. They're not nice. <laughs> no, they're very dangerous. And but, can we talk about legit games from our childhood? You got Operation. Sure. If I'm making a Mount Rushmore, let's do it. You got Connect Four. Love it. Legit. Operation. Yep. Except a pencil, almost impossible. <laughs> the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time. So what you do is there, we found a way to like rig it where you could touch it. It shut it down. You take the pencil out. <laughs> keep going. Um, Operation Connect Four. Um... What was Hungry Hungry Hippos? Yeah. Was a delight. And then if I were going to go the fourth game. Battleship. Ooh. You could cheat in Battleship too easy. What? By looking over? No, by just not, by move, not putting oh, it by moving. What about the shoots and ladders? Too young. Oh. I felt like shoots and ladders was for like a five, maybe Monopoly. Yeah, well, that's the That was OG. like the older edge. So I think that those are probably the, the Mount Rushmore of games played as a kid. Yeah. I All mean, right. they still play them now. Number one. So during World War II, this pilot named Jack Willems, he wore a gorilla suit while testing out a top secret aircraft so that any witnesses who leaked information about it, they wouldn't be believed. Because there was a gorilla flying around. Right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'm That's looking clever. at a picture now. It's a gorilla in like a Charlie Chaplin hat. Oh, okay. He put a little... little That's like, funny. Charlie, yeah. That's so okay, funny. you saw what, Henry? Oh, yeah, t- yeah t- right. Tell him. Tell him what you saw. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That's pretty smart. Fun fact Friday. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity during tax season. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code BONES. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So this woman was walking with her dog, Scooby, in L.A., and Scooby fell in the river. So she decided to jump in after him, and then a very dramatic rescue ensued. It took about two and a half hours and involved a lot of ropes, wow. the L.A. Fire Department, a helicopter, another person randomly walking by that decided to jump in the river and help. So at the end of the day, everyone was safe and okay. It was a two and a half hour water rescue? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. They couldn't yeah. just throw out one of those little circle. They, oh, <laughs> they tried that. Didn't work because then the woman refused to let go of her how dog to Scooby? grab that. Yeah, I don't know exactly how big Scooby is, but. You, I, the dogs in, in TV shows or documentaries, like I worry about them more than humans. I was watching this show uh, on Netflix called Bad Vegan. We finished it. It's pretty good. And the dog isn't the main storyline, but there's it's in the show. And as people are like getting scammed and people are, I'm just worried about the dog. And mm-hmm. at the very end, I'm like, what happened with the dog? And they, they do update you. And I was talking to Kayla. I was like, what? they haven't gotten snapped down the dog. Like I just, I just, it's uh, Will Smith, his movie where he's. I am legend. Yeah. And he's like fighting oh, yeah. all these zombies and it's death. And I'm like, but what about the dog? Where's the dog? <laughs> all right, Amy. That's a good story. They save the dog. That's what we care about. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Trevor Noah. Hey, Trevor. Good to talk to you, buddy. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Hey, good. I have some questions. Uh, Trevor is hosting the Grammys for the second time. It's uh, this Sunday night. And I hope everybody watches it. It's obviously uh, the biggest music show in the whole wide world on CBS at 8, 7 Central. Now, my questions kind of behind the scenes stuff at the Grammys is... With you being on television in, in many ways, The Daily Show, obviously, is there a different level of nerves when you're hosting something so prominent? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the Grammys. You know, it's everybody's favorite artist. It's everybody watching an award show. Like, the Grammys is one of the few moments I feel like where people from every walk of life are still coming together to watch the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because different formats and genres. Yeah, and people, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a good every point. Every genre is coming into one place together. So, so. It definitely comes with a different level of nose, but it also comes with a different level of excitement. So um, I try and find the balance and enjoy myself. Did you last year know in advance of any single winner? Like, did you get any insight? And you didn't say anything, but did you know? Did I do what? Did you know beforehand any single winner before oh, it was no, revealed? Oh, no, I wish. No. Oh, man, I wish I knew. I guess you could bet on that then if you knew. Yeah. And there's a massive, yeah, no, there's no, a no, massive no, I, bet I, that shows up at a casino <laughs> from a T. Noah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. No, I wish I knew. I feel like there were so many where, you know, like I thought Billie Eilish was going to sweep. I thought there were so many different things I thought would happen. But uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly did not know. And are there, before you go out and you have all this material that you've prepared, you have other guys, you're, other, other men and women you're working to write, is there stuff that you cut right before the show? Like you're on the fence about it and you're like, this could be funny. Maybe it's not funny. And 30 minutes before you're like, ah, oh, we, we can't do this bit. No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing was cut, like, on the spot, on the fly. If anything, I add things while the show is going. So I'll be responding to the show. I'll watch what's happening. I try and participate in it. I try and... Because, I mean, I'm also watching it. You know, it's, it's not like, as a host, I'm in the performance. I'm, I'm doing the same thing that the viewers at home are doing. And we, you know, we're watching the greatest performers ever do the thing that it, that's made us love them. So... If anything, I add to the show as opposed to taking things out. The Grammys on Sunday night on CBS at 8, 7 Central. Uh, Trevor's very funny in, in many different forms. Um, his stand-up is wildly funny as well. My question is, because you do comedy internationally, are there any jokes that kill in America, but you go to another country and people just don't get it? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's true of, of many jokes, like around the world. Like, I mean, anything that's country-specific, you know, so... 
I mean, you know, you know, whether it's Congress or Mitch McConnell or whether it's, um, you know, I don't know, something specific to Florida or, you know, El Paso, Texas, those will be things that people in America will laugh at, but won't won't travel far. But, you know, and, and what I do when I travel is I, I try and write a specific show for every country that I'm in. So there are definitely parts of the shows that overlap, but I, I try to make it so that I, I myself am like absorbing the country and then, you know, giving them a, a, like a, an accurate representation of a feeling of what I have when I'm in that place. So if I'm in the Middle East, I, I change my set. I do different jokes. If I'm in Japan, I do different jokes. If I'm in South Africa, I do different jokes. It, it doesn't matter where I am because I'm, I'm existing in that place. So... So it's the same way some jokes in America won't work there. There's some, many jokes there that won't work in America. Are you ever in a, uh, doing a set and you're in a country and, you know, touring and doing even a bit myself? Sometimes you're like, well, I, I, I know where I am, I think. And you'll see an artist go, hey, Houston, but it's not Houston. So I'm not asking about that specifically, but you're touring all over. And maybe you tell a joke that isn't as warmly received or they're offended when in other countries that would not be the case. I've never had them offended. Um, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty aware of where I am. Um, but I've definitely had jokes that maybe the people don't get, they don't hit as hard because you're in a different place. Definitely. But no, as, 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 as for offense, you know, I think one of the great things about stand-up comedy, especially in its raw format when you're in a room with people, is that 99 times out of 100, people understand the context of the conversation you're having with them. You know, sometimes I think that gets lost online, on social media, when people aren't in the room with the comedian. And so with context, any conversation can be had without offense. Without context, that's where all the trouble comes in. Do you ever have people come up to you that, you know, they're like, oh, you're, they, they introduce you and they're like, oh yeah, you, you're a comedian, be funny. Like, does that ever happen? And you're like, hey. <laughs> that happens all the time, all the time, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's one of the gifts and curses of being a comedian is, is people think you're just like a little, um, you know, like, like one of those wind-up monkeys that people can just come and, and, and like get, get a little performance out of in the streets. But, but I, 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 you know, I take it in my stride because I understand what a lot of people are saying is, hey, I know you to be a funny person. Um, could you do that right now? And, and so at first I would get a little offended. But now I'm like, no, man, I get it. It's, it's, it's a compliment that isn't delivered in necessarily the best way. Uh, I did Dancing with the Stars a few years ago. Um, if I'm correct, you did Strictly Come Dancing uh, over in the UK. Is that true? I did indeed. I did indeed, yeah. How did you do? Uh, I came second, actually. Wow. Nice. Oh, good for you. I mean, I, I came in first. But I mean, still, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> what, uh, was, what was your best dance? What was your best dance? Oh, I, I was terrible. I mean, I just got fan votes. But I was probably a jive because it was, in my, to me, the most athletic dance. And I didn't have a lot of grace. But I could okay. go, yeah, I could jive pretty good. You? you? You could you could flick those legs. I was, you know what, I liked all of the Latin dances a lot more, but I, I was told I was way better at um, at the waltz, for instance. Everything that was, like, rigid and needed some sort of, like, you know, that stiff um, elbow. Yeah, I was, I was told I was better at those. I didn't enjoy them more, but those were my best dances. Who beat you? It was an actor in South Africa who beat me. He was, he was really, he, he put in the time, you know, I... I thought I could still tour and, and, and do the dances at the same time. And, uh, yeah, he put in the extra effort, and I guess it paid off in the end. How many languages do you speak? You know, I, I feel like now after the pandemic, I speak five. 
only. I think maybe even four now. I've gotten so bad. Like my German has slipped, but I, I, I can speak six. I can, you know, and um, when I speak to people, when I go back to like a different country, I can get back into the language. So going back to South Africa, I've started brushing up on my languages. Um, I haven't been to like parts of Europe to brush up on other languages, but uh, yeah, I can speak six. What, what language do you dream in right now? And do you ever dream in other languages? I've always wanted to dream in another language, but I always dream in English. However, there are many characters in my dream who don't speak English. So I don't know what that counts as. Yeah, that's I'll have random people speaking different languages to me in the dream, but I always dream in English, I think. Hope you have a great day. Trevor will yeah, be man, hosting so the much. Grammys on Sunday night. Please watch. Him and I are dear friends. <laughs> I would never <laughs> met. But uh, for whatever, for the sake of this interview, we couldn't be closer. And uh, Trevor, have a great day, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you bye-bye. So much. And by the way, anyone who's done uh, is, is automatically friends. So we're best friends. Fair enough. Uh-huh. All right, Trevor Noah, everybody. We're going to make your life easier right now. And I'm going to say two words. Hello, fresh. And I'm going to say one more word, lunchbox. It makes life so easy. With three kids, we don't have time to sit down and look at a recipe, write down what ingredients we need, and go to the grocery store and get all those. It's three easy clicks. HelloFresh.com. Click on each meal you want. And guess what? It arrives at your front door with step-by-step instructions with everything you need for a family meal. Yeah, pick up to 50 menu and market items every single week. Like you said, you get to click, 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 but there's all of these options. So HelloFresh will come Right there, all the ingredients, even if you're a bad cook, which I will raise my hand, you can still look like the greatest of all time. There are carb-smart, calorie-smart options. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Bone16. Use the code Bone16 for 16 free meals plus three free gifts. That's the code Bones16 for 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh.com slash Bones16. Again, HelloFresh.com slash Bones16. That's also the code. Time for easy trivia. Amy, you're up first. Okay. What city is also known as Sin City? Ooh, Las Vegas. That's correct. <laughs> Lunchbox, what city's nickname is the Windy City? Chicago. Correct. Eddie, what city's nickname is the Mile High City? Ooh, that's Denver, man. Correct. Why? Oh. why? Mile High. That, right, man. I feel like what that. city's nickname is Music City? Nashville. Correct, Morgan. Good job. So here's the deal. It's easiest trivia. It's the easiest trivia game in the whole wide world. Amy has four wins. We played a five. We've never had another champion other than Eddie. Over and over again, Eddie wins the championship. Tom Brady of easy trivia. But maybe not today. (laughs) America's rooting for you. I know. It's fresher. So whoever lasts the longest wins, if you miss it, you will hear this clip right here. You've been boned. You don't want to be boned. Amy, are you ready? Yes. What substance... Makes up to 71% of Earth. Water. Correct. Wow. Lunchbox, what's the chemical formula for water? H2O. That's correct. How many ounces of water in a cup, Eddie? In a cup? Wow. (laughs) That's a hard one, I guess. Second round. I have no idea. Men in measurements, never good. My goodness. Hey, then he's probably going to say, like, 14. Because men measure a little too big, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny. Ounces. I'm picturing a, a can. A Don't can listen of, to that number, by the way. I was just picking a number that I made know. no sense. A can of beer, and then I visualizing a cup, measuring cup. Maybe like half of that. Yeah. Let's go six. The answer's eight. <laughs> You've been boned. <laughs> not good. All right. All I right. Mean, Lunchbox. Either Morgan way. Morgan number two. We like, need you. But it, it, I, if Morgan or Lunchbox does win, I'm going to be happy. That's amazing. 
but then Eddie lives on. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here we go. Come on, guys. Everybody wants to win because anybody can win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan is super. Eddie, that's terrible. I yeah. know. I didn't know. That I don't know my own. It's a hard. It's a hard. Yeah. It's too hard for round it, two, honestly. It, it, honestly, eight ounces. No, everyone knows what a cup is. Mm. Oh, a okay. super soaker is what brand of toy, Morgan? A super soaker would be a Nerf. No Nerf gun. Mm, that's a water gun. Correct. The category is water, so we. Good. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't even think Why about that. I would have said Nerf gun. Amy, what's one third of 60? I'm just answering slowly because math is not my strength. 20, 40, 60, 20. Correct. Lunchbox, oh. what's 5 minus 10? 5 minus 10? Negative 5. Correct. Morgan, what's 75% of 100? I'm supposed to get like three-fourths. I'm supposed to give the... the, the mm-hmm. What's 75% of 100? It's three-fourths. Is that the right... Three-fourths? No. No. What? If we were doing fractions, yes, but it's 75. 75. You've been boned. What? 75% of the number 100 is 75. Lunchbox, we need you, man. <laughs> what? I never thought I'd ever say that in my life. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh 75% of 100 is 75. Yeah. Yep. It's just you did the fraction point. Yeah, I mean, yep. what you did was correct if he said, what's the fraction point? Lunchbox, you're all I got, dude. <sighs> yeah. Amy, what's the name of the city where the Simpsons live? Oh, come on. Oh, I have no idea. I don't watch the Simpsons. Why are you hitting me? Because you're my dude. Like, I've... I, I don't watch The Simpsons. But the show's been on 30 years and... I know. Yeah. What's the name of the city where The Simpsons live? The name of the city where the... They're in the little... They're little... Oh, Marge. The, bo- the man... <laughs> no, that's Time's it. up on the clock. Okay, okay. Mythfield? I don't oh, know. So You've been what is it? Springfield. Springfield! Ah, oh, that close. is close. Wow! Come on, Lunchbox! I don't... I, 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 Come Lunchbox on, dude. for the win. You're so I, smart. I you can do anything. Don't, don't talk Simpsons to me. lose this for me. Lunchbox maybe. for the win. What state no. is the Hoover Dam located in? Mm. This is for the win. Talk it out. You got a few seconds. Well, I know you fly over it when you go to Las Vegas, but I don't know what state you're in at that point, and I know you can take a helicopter ride from the Las Vegas Strip to the Hoover Dam, but are you crossing over into state lines? I don't know. So the only reasonable option is... The only what option? Reasonable, reasonable. option. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. Nevada. He's, Nevada. On, he baby. says Nevada. It is kind of dicey there. Right. I, I have no idea. I just know, oh, if you look out the window on your left, you can see the Hoover Dam. I, they say that. The Grand they, Canyon, mostly, is what they say when you fly over. Come on, baby. So he... You don't really look at the Hoover Dam for the... You can sometimes, but that's the big one. They're like, look over. Oh, yeah, but they don't tell you what state you're in at that point. They don't yeah. say, hey, welcome to the state of Idaho or wherever. What's up there? Idaho? I don't know if Idaho is next to Nevada. I think they're right next door. Does he say? I say Nevada. It's Nevada. But, it is? Yeah. But <laughs> Idaho's not next. Nevada. Arizona. It's not important. Well, I know Arizona's below, and then you go up. Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless. Come on. The answer is. Come on. For the win, Nevada. Yeah! 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 And they stay there! And they stay there! Well, good job, playing the five. Amy, 
choked away that. Eddie mm-hmm. choked away the chance Big to win. Big time. Uh, Lunchbox now has two wins. Good job. So, oh. Amy four, Lunchbox two, Eddie one. Better luck next time, Morgan. Woo! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Bobby here. You like options, right? With the flexible payment options at The General Insurance, you can choose your payment date and choose how you pay. They accept cash, card, and check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com for a quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. We have a voicemail here from Colby in Austin. Listen, I'm watching the new Netflix documentary called Trust No One, and in the chat is somebody that resembles the exact same verbiage that you use with a username Bones, and they are incredibly pertinent in the documentary. I think it's you. I don't know what that show is, Trust No One. Uh, It's not me, but we're looking for a new documentary. I like a series. We just finished Bad Vegan on Netflix. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, but it doesn't get great. But pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that you know about the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos story. Oh, that's what that is? Who? No, but Hulu put out The Dropout, which is all about her. It's acted. Amanda Seyfried plays Elizabeth Holmes. And I, I already knew the whole story and I still find it interesting. But I watched the documentary on that. Am I still going to like the show? I think so. With actors? Mm-hmm. Boy, she changed her voice. That I, I mean... I don't know that story. Oh, you should watch it. She so she basically got a bunch of trouble for faking like they could do blood work and tell you everything about your life with one mm-hmm. drop of blood. Yeah, Whoa. made so much money. Fingerprint. But she, and she's very pretty. But she talks like this. But in the beginning <laughs> of her life, she talked like this, and then as she grew this business, she started talking like this. And she would be like, we're going to change the world. But I mean, she had like Rupert Murdoch, like all these like major Silicon Valley investors and then people East Coast, West Coast, millions and millions and billions of dollars. This other one I think is about cryptocurrency. Trust no one possibly. Okay. Uh, Okay, one more. Let's do Rebecca, who is eight years old and is going to do a morning corny. Hi, why did a girl bring toilet paper to a party? Because she's a party pooper. There you have it. It's funnier because she's eight. Oh, that's funny. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Dang, we missed out on renting the Mexico jet for your birthday. I know. I saw that it's so expensive and over the top that the real president doesn't want to use it. So the former Mexican president bought a $200 million jet. The new regime wants nothing to do with it because it's way too expensive. They're trying to sell it, but nobody is buying it. So now their next plan to kind of cover the costs is they're renting it out to rich people for birthday parties, weddings, different things. You fly in it. Right. Cool. You go up in the so, It's not like you park it and party in it. <laughs> you literally go fly in it and do stuff. Yeah, it's like Air Force One, but for Mexico. Wow. And so you would think when you see this flying over, you're like, oh, there's some pro- some pretty important people up there. But really, it's you just land anywhere you want. Really Rich people that are having a party. I tried to search to see how much it would cost. I know. I ain't going too. to Mexico, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, not for me. Just curious. Couldn't find it, what the deal price was. I know. I was going to look for it just in case we all wanted to pitch we didn't. in. No, we didn't. Pitch we in. Know, and I don't want to go to Mexico. All right, what else? So, speaking of money, we all spend a lot at Target. That's a place where you have every intention of going in to buy one item, maybe spending $10, and next thing you know, you're checking out and you've spent $75 or more. So someone put out a list, uh, the Multifull, and they shared the different things that you can do to avoid overspending at Target. Yeah, first of all, I'm not spending over this amount. (laughs) I don't have a problem with that. You don't? No. Are you kidding? I go into a store. I know what I need. I get what I need. I leave the store. 
I don't know if that's just our personalities, but I don't go, well, let me go walk over in this section and see what's cute. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, that's just not what I do. But at Target, that's what happens. Like you go no, in know, and go it's Target. like, bing, bing, bing. Like you get, your eyes just get pinged and then your body goes. The only thing that I will go look at that I don't plan to at Target is they always have some pretty fun like t-shirts and sometimes they have some old school sports teams on them or like old cartoons that I can wear to work out in. Other than that, I get what I need and I get out of there. What, what do they say to do? Okay, so first of all, make a list before you go and don't allow yourself to deviate from now, it. grocery store, that can affect me. This here, if I don't make the list on my phone, I'll buy other things. Ooh, Hot Pockets. Right. I didn't know they had broccoli cheese. <laughs> right. Like, that happens a lot. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you said grocery store because this list obviously was made for Target, but it can be anywhere where yep. you end up spending more than you planned. Only go when you need something specific. Like, don't just, like, swing by Target just because. Or if you're bored, don't go somewhere where you could spend money easily. Mm, good one. Um, save up for bigger shopping trips ahead of time. So don't try to just go when you need to pop in. Like, go be intentional about it with your list. And then also, another big one, ordering online. That avoids your eyes getting pinged and you getting sidetracked and buying things. You're really attached to this pinged word. Because that's <laughs> what I feel like happens. It's like something takes over me when I'm in Target. It's like, ping, <laughs> <laughs> and then my body goes and puts it in the car, and then I check out, and then it's like I'm in a trance. Okay. And I end up spending so much there. Uh, another money story is Reba McIntyre doing something for good. She was hosting a charity, Arizona Fight Night, and she was Wait, up. Reba was hosting a fight night? Yeah, Celebrity Fight Night. Let's go. This is the weird. She's like in the middle. A tough man contest with Reba. (laughs) It was all for cancer research. Okay. So she's up on stage. She's in this designer gown. It was made just for her. And she was auctioning off a dinner with her in Nashville. So that was the original thing that was supposed to happen. What did it go for, did it say? The dinner? I don't know, the dinner. But then she like decided out of nowhere. She's like, hey, you know what? Who wants this dress I'm wearing? And a woman in the crowd ends up getting the dress for $150,000. Wow. But then she tells... Rich people go to tough man contests? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fight night. (laughs) But then she told Reba, I want to wear it out tonight. I want that dress right now. So Mm -hmm. Reba went in the back, put her jeans on, took the dress off, and gave it to the woman. And yeah, she impromptu earned $150,000 for cancer research because she just decided to auction off her dress on the spot. I just want to know how much a dinner with Reba is. Well, maybe that's somewhere. It's just not in this article, but we can maybe find it. Rich people are crazy, man. I just want to watch Rebeat dinner. I don't even need to go with her. How much does watch Rebeat dinner? <laughs> right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Why lick the spoon when you can drink the whole cup? It's indulgence straight from the mixing bowl with Sonic brownie batter and yellow cake batter shakes. Hand mixed and made with 100% real ice cream for a limited time and only at Sonic. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Liz lives in Philadelphia, and she's a huge fan of Disney. And she's like, you know what? I want to go to Disney every month for a year. But how can I do that while helping someone else out? So she decided to donate plasma twice a month. That way it helps children and people in need. And she gets money, and she goes to Disney every month. I'm going to ask a dumb guy question here. To donate blood, I understand. I have done it for different reasons. But what's different about when you donate plasma? It's the liquid part of the blood without the blood cells, and I guess you can do it more often? That's what I wonder, because I know what it is, but do they 
stick you somewhere different? No. Ross is probably the same, I would think. I know, or I had friends in college that would donate plasma for extra money. Yeah, and it helps people with cancer and people with liver or clotting factor disorders. And so that plasma is able to help them live. And she was like, you know what? That way I help people and I get to go to Disney. Love that she's doing that. I guess... Everyone's always talking about giving blood so much. Why don't they ever say, hey, there's, we're low on plasma? It's a, it's a, I think it's a longer process. Meaning hours in a day? Yeah, or I don't know if like the pain level is different. I, I it Sounds like it hurts more. Yeah, you can hear me backing away slowly. <laughs> 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 All right, great story, Lunchbox. When you donate whole blood, it goes straight into a collection bag and is later separated in the lab. When you donate plasma, the blood that's drawn from your arm goes through a special marine to se- uh, machine to separate the different parts of your blood. Ooh. Oh. That, that's the process. Yeah. And it, it says it shouldn't hurt. Okay. So there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.